Yo, yo, check this out. This out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Now, uh, what, a couple of, I think it was about a week ago, we said that we were officially, I think, what, 500 days away from uh, the Rugby World Cup uh, coming up, Lorenzo? Just correct mm. me if I'm wrong. No, you are correct. It's happening out in uh, France next year, 2023. Yeah, so about, uh, yeah, but next year. 2023. 2023. All right, cool. Yep. So that's already in the cards. And I want to read this to you. And this is coming from the president of SA Rugby, Mr. Mark Alexander. He says, we realize that we need to bring private investors to help us reach our goals. This is in connection to SA Rugby. We do not have the money to fund all of these programs. And we cannot keep looking to the government. So essentially, let me read you this headline. SA Rugby won't sell the Springboks. But, and that's the question, do you think that SA Rugby should be sold to private investors? Not at all. So SA Rugby as a whole should never sell themselves to private investors. Mm. What they are looking at doing is they're getting an equity partner. Mm. And that's where people are getting the mistake out there because everyone is crying, everyone's shouting at the moment. You don't know. You administrators don't know what you're doing. What SA Rugby is doing is they're bringing in experts mm. to commercialize the rights so that they can they can get the most out of it. It's like UK. You are brand on your own. Are you you uh, get uh, someone. Uh, hold on. Are, are you comparing me to SA um, Rugby? You I mean, are a brand. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think that's a fair comparison, but, but okay. I, I can use it as an example. You <laughs> okay. are a brand. So you bring in people okay. to... to, to in a way, monetize okay. you to bring the best out of it. So they are experts in that. So they are these rights that's being sold of, not the the, the whole brand, mm. just mm. certain rights so that they can they can bring out the best of it. And we need to look at long term. You know, if I look at what happened, we we made about over one point two billion in means of revenue, okay. but that's not enough. Broadcast income was only about 630 million, and then the rest was from sponsors. There's not enough money coming from government. We can't go to government and ask them, and it's on, you know, ask them, why, mm. if mm. we can do this? Mm. 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 I mean, Mark Alexander went on to further say, we need to do things for ourselves. The government cannot help us with everything. We need to complete this private equity transaction. We are not selling the Springboks. We are not selling Saru, which is the South African Rugby Union. It's quite a... It's a, it's a bit of a tricky one because if I'm an investor, right, and you're telling me, hey, I need you to invest into what we're doing, any person who's in business will automatically assume that you are also offering shares, you know? So I'm going to have some sort of ownership to this transaction that I'm investing in. Is that the right move? That's that's what I'm wondering. This is what I want to understand, and Lorenzo, maybe you can help me out with this. So if they get an equity partner, is it just advertising rights that they are selling? Is it branding rights they are selling? Like what what would the implications so, be? So you you on the right on the right uh, direction with that. So now we need to be able to sell the rights of the of the Springboks when it's when it comes to distribution rights, when it comes to TV rights and all of those things. We need to be making money from that. But in all, but what we're doing is we're negotiating directly. So now we bring in an expert that knows how to negotiate these things on our behalf. That's going to monetize us so that we can get the maximum return on our investment. 
the maximum potential so that they can attract new fans because that's what we also want that's what helps grow the game right and Absolutely. there's a lot of other things that they need to do lots but we we can go it at it at a later stage so all they're doing is they're bringing in experts that's going to help move the springboks in the right direction going forward so that we can become profitable and not have to depend on government i think i think it's also a move to sort of make rugby more attractive to the rest of the world and this is not the first kind of deal we're hearing about this do you remember that the sharks also announced a new global partnership with an internationally acclaimed agency, which happens to be Jay-Z's agency, <laughs> Rock Nation. And, I mean, they acquired 51% controlling shares yeah. in the Sharks. Yeah. What does that 51% actually mean? It means that they own 51% of the Sharks. Advertising, the placement. And also, this comes after Sia Colisi and Chelsman, uh, Cheslin Colby got signed onto Rock Nations which is one of the biggest sports agencies in the world. Yeah. So they've got, with, with, with what's happening at the moment with Rock Nation and MVM and all these consortiums that's got involved, these guys are all experts. And I, I feel like I'm, I'm saying the same thing over. But these guys know what they are doing. They've, they've proven themselves in, in certain areas. If you look at Rock Nation and what Rock Nation has done to sports in the United States. All right. It is multi-million, could be billion. Yeah. I speak under correction. Billion, yeah. Right? Could yeah. be billion. Now, remember, the same guys that are getting involved with SA Rugby are the same guys that are involved with URC. All right. Which means that our teams are already aligned with them in the north at the moment. And we're seeing the benefits of us moving in that direction of having private equity involved. We're becoming a stronger brand so that the Saru can deal with the team. Mm. Let's get the, the best team. Let's become world champions for the next 12 mm. to 100 years. Mm, mm. And you sort out the other things on the other side. Now we can invest in grassroots levels and we can have the programs to see the kids play. Absolutely. I want to put it to you if you're at home or on your way home in your car. Do you think it's a wise move for South African rugby to partially be sold to private you know, investors? private companies that you know really focus on the business aspect around big organizations 071-286-0639 it's a very interesting time because that will change the course of a lot of things it will change a lot it will and and we need to understand that new zealand has already showed us the way they've done it with a u.s base um i think it was silver lake um that they they partnered with right. and and we know what's happening there at the moment but if we look at them breaching the markets that they want to this is what they're trying to do. Let us know what your thoughts are. Good music. Yeah. I think his music's hot. Only the hottest. Only the hottest on your radio. The, the Great, Great Drive. Drive. With Exclusive to Good Hope FM. We're talking about South African rugby and what's happening on the business front. And the big question is, should South African rugby, to a certain degree, be sold to private companies or private investors? Will this be good for South African rugby? For us to monetize it more. Casper your vest with Ray with Summer Love. Talking a little bit of business here, especially around the South African Rugby Union. Once again, these are all rumors. This is what's being written online. The agreement has not been shared with us yet. But definitely something's going on. What are your thoughts here, Chantal? Good afternoon, good earth. Good afternoon, Cape Town. As a, I would say, formidable. Um, rugby fan, I love stores. I love, I love the Springboks too. But 
I just feel it's conflict of interest if we, as South Africans, sell out our birthright, which is the Springboks to an international team. We're local and local is Lekkerman. Why would we want to depend on international companies to make us the force that we are? A force that we work for today. And that is just the passion that I have when it comes to 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 to, to you know to the Springboks. Why can't the government get involved? Why? Why? Why do we give branding rights or rights to international companies? That's just my take on it, Ronaldo. The thing is for me, um, South African rugby in hand with this. South Africa is one of the most underrated countries in the world. And any South African will tell you this talent-wise, sport-wise, culture-wise. And I think that the world is coming to see now that we're there and we're up there. And if, if, if investing privately and having better companies, bigger companies, um, put our name out there and get the Springboks the, the, the exposure that they need to be seen as one of the best rugby teams in the world, then why not do it? Why not do it? How many things and how many places and how many teams have you seen fall short because they haven't had the proper directing, the proper management? And unfortunately, um, this is what happens in South Africa. And if, if we can take Springboks to the next level and have it seen, then that just means we're moving forward. Can't hate moving forward, guys. I got another text saying, I think private entities would be great. I mean, look at Casta Semenya. She's still at the top, but due to government agreeing, they're not paying for her to compete. But I think private companies would because they will pay. Same for rugby. They pay for quality. And I think it's really coming off, you know, um, obviously the last World Cup that we won. I mean, that World Cup, I think for the sport on a worldwide scale, was just a big deal. Huge deal. Do you know, especially with Siakolisi. And I'm sure there's a, there's a lot of eyes looking at South Africa and saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, Trevor Noah, South African. Uh, Elon Musk, South African. Uh, who else? Black Coffee, South African. Wait a minute, let's go look at the most famous sport. Oh, rugby. Wait, they're world champions. Wait a minute, wait. Who, some of the best runners in the world. Wait, Fanikak, South African. Casta Semenya, South African. It's crazy how you look at it because if you go to the north and what's happening in, in England, in France, in in Ireland with the games and, and the teams that they have there at the moment, there's a South African everywhere, mm. right? That's playing at the moment. Now, these guys are being paid millions of pounds per season. Mm. Now, imagine we're able to get private investors involved and, and we're able to them. keep these, maintain and keep these guys to play in South Africa yeah. and not have to go and plow their trade over there for pounds yes we know that ends a bit uh, a bit dodgy sometimes but if we can pay them what they're worth and keep them here because of the help of private investment are we moving the game in the right direction and helping right. the national team yes we are i got another text here from mr anonymous saying selling means we keep the best players in the country by them being funded by sa rugby uh, that way we fill stadiums, franchises, benefit and better rugby fields. Best uh, of all playing a similar brand. More training, better player identification because the best four hookers in the country will play against one another week in and week out. Same applies to other positions. All right. It's quite a, it's quite a debate here. It's broad. It's quite a broad <laughs> debate. It's quite a, it's quite a broad debate because I can understand both sides of the coin. Yeah. 
There's a side that says, why can't we do it on our own? There's another side saying, no, we've been trying to do it on our own and we haven't been doing it very well. I don't think we've not been doing it well, but others have why seen the better... Why are leaving? Yeah. Why? Because of that monetary incentive on the other side. There and we've know. had some players that stayed, like the likes of Sia Khaleesi, Skarantabeni. Yeah. You know, they've stayed. For now. For now. <laughs> and I see where you're going with this. I, I, I really do. And it's and it's and it's there's that carrot is there. All it's right. dangling and it's saying, here you go. Come. Keep your thoughts coming through. 071-286-0639. Feel it for more. For more. Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.